Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. No one likes them, but they don't care. They've got the bark and the bite, or should I say, roar. So come down to the den, if you dare. It's the Millwall Fan Show on Love Sport. single time you listen to it. it's the E.T. Mill on your Friday night number one across the country uh, this is your Millwall fan channel last one with your number one Millwall podcast for the whole of Iran um, it's Achtung Millwall good evening Nick uh, Nick Hart alright pal greetings pop pickers yeah you are and uh, Harry Warren I was trying to keep it together back on nights back on nights back on nights mom wants bungalow that's it how's it going <laughs> yeah not pal? bad mate you alright yeah. yeah good um How's how's things going? You know, Millwall wise, it's been a bit of a tough week. Yeah, we're going down. Apart from the fact that you know, <laughs> Millwall dishing out husky chocolate last week. They which were. Heavy, they were. Tasted it. I, I, I weren't there. You were there. I never. I never went and partake in any Millwall catering free samples. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like grasshopper out of the old kung fu film of the seventies. I only have a little drop of water. That's all I ask. And bothrel. We were born in the nineties. <laughs> I was reference that goes yeah. over the heads. Yes, of it. We're, we're on the night. Everybody right? in this entire station at the moment, that reference has gone over the heads. But there'll be listeners out there know what I'm on about. Anyway, uh, it's time to look back at, uh, at at a poor week for the Lions. Um, yeah, I thought I thought we would beat Preston, but yeah, did you? It, I mean, the worst thing is, is like inside about twenty minutes, Mill's social media was on like full blown, full blown like uh, internal con- combustion. It was like one of them engines you put together. Yeah, second. Uh, that's the second time you've seen Mill go full Millwall on Twitter. Um, yeah, it's. Well, Neil, I mean, Neil Harris says it is. Harry says terrible first half. Terrible is one way to put it, and embarrassing. And it was. Um, I, you know, there's, there's no no way you can. I don't know if it was dress it up. I thought they were. Fa- I've got to be honest. I thought they were fantastic. I've lumped on them to go up. Impressed them. Yeah. Yeah, but to what They're level? Forty to one. Is, I mean, is, is a question that's unanswerable, perhaps. But um, to what to what amount is that us being um, all at sea? Looking, you know, playing very poorly, and we allowed Preston to look like um, Lancashire's Barcelona. But second half, when we actually got it together and started getting at them, they didn't look half as good. So I think it was the, it was it was the Millwall I incompetence. I don't know. Factor. I think a forty-five yard outside of the foot half volleyed pass, splitting your back four in any division is quite good. They had Lionel Messi playing for them. Well, Alan <laughs> <laughs> Brown. No, uh, Maguire. Oh yeah, fair. running behind all day long, you know, with that thing that Millwall seemed to for a long period of time have lacked pace, um, and and they managed to pace managed to sort stuff out. So. Pace and just sheer lack of spirit, drive. I don't think it's a lack of spirit; it's just a lack of quality. Oh, I think we're, we're confusing people quality for skill. 
and for they're trying but they're not good enough that is generally my that's yeah uh, no, i'd agree with I'd, I'd agree with that i mean our, our squad lacks championship quality je ne sais quoi je ne sais quoi and you know the, the, the first goal i mean i, I was uh, uh, listeners might not know but i was actually being filmed by a guardian art house documentary filmmaker mm. last week so above the, above the line of the bearded um, hipster cameraman that was that was kind of a camera in mine and preston's um striker seemed to have an eternity to take and turn and shoot swear goal um yeah, well, I, I, tr- I did. Yeah, a bit. As he swung his foot to volley it home, because I knew Archer weren't stopping it. And there was no challenge. There was no. There was no. Um, I said goal there for Leeds. Yeah, Leeds has just gone three up now. That was a terrible like, deflection. Bit like that, really. Who's that, Bamford? Yeah, yeah. second that, of the game. Our, I mean, how is he still playing football? I mean, he went through like you 18, would not say no to him. Eighteen months would you without say no scoring to him? a goal. Would you say no? Well, to him? not now that he's scoring, but for the eighteen months <laughs> that he wasn't, I would have said no. But no Millwall can't even get Millwall can't even get a striker when they're at the club. They can't even get him to <laughs> to be decent, and then they send them out and replace him with the B Tech version, <laughs> and everyone seems to think he'll outscore him. I, I don't, I've, I've talked about that before. I'm not going to mention it was, his name. It was sloppy defending. Sloppy defending for the first goal. Too much time given to striker to take turn shooting at a unchallenged into the net second goal from memory that was just a corner coming in unchallenged header at the far post uh, no it was bottle job wasn't it back post Marshall bottle job did with Lennon uh, yeah, so they there, both shattered. There, there we are. Um, you know, uh, two 0 down inside, not very long. And the third goal was—I was uh, mean, that was breakout defence, I think, wasn't it? And uh, no, that was the one, the forty-five yards that inside the, their own half. And he, in front I, I of remember, me I remember and he was chipping it. Archer, and that was yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. Three, three nil, and then people, uh, you know, c- 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 cussing, c- people calling left. the dozens. You know, people just went back to the pub. It was a lovely, su- <laughs> like almost summer's day. I mean, the planet's dying, but it was a beautiful death. And <laughs> And they decided to go back to the blue anchor, and that was it. Yeah, that was that was that. Um, I hear. I mean, following on from your, your TV, mm. the new reality series they're making about you, the Love Island. What's that? <laughs> Is that what they're going to call? No, that's a Brexit. That's a Brexit effort it's for it's moving your business to Ireland. Exactly. Ireland. Over fifty fives version. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the the only way is Bermondsey. You know, um, you were spotted in a car park with a, a mysterious brunette. <laughs> it's just that laugh and it's just nervous now. Yeah, it is. I, I mean, I don't know about this. This is you, you've seen the photo. Oh, was it that one? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah well, move on. Move on. Move on. Where to? Where, where'd you go? Where did you move on to? Was it Harry's bar? Did you go to the, the, the venue? Take her down Harry's bar. <laughs> the Millwall Cap. Take the her up Harry's bar. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Sounds like a euphemism, that does. Isn't there an advertising break looming soon, producer? Uh, <laughs> it is. But you still got 56 seconds left. So, uh, can you take up Harry's pod? <laughs> Dom's, Dom thinks this every time Fulham try and play it out from the back. <laughs> so 50, 56 seconds left, Dom. Got 56 seconds left to half time. <laughs> Yeah. Oh dear, um, I've lost track of where we're at now. I mean, it's mystery brunette. Um, I'm trying to move the conversation on a little bit. No, it was an appalling first half display. Better second be, half could be our midfield, couldn't it? We could have a cape of invisibility overall. At times, you've got to ask in all seriousness what midfield because I mean, it, yeah, they were they were absent without leave on in that first half on Saturday. I felt the Williams Tunnicliffe. The Williams Tunnicliffe Triangle. The Williams, yeah, Williams Leonard Triangle. <laughs> Talent disappears, nothing comes back out. One of them has to go. Um, Williams, for me, has not had a good season. It's been a very drab and dreary season. Disappointing, we were talking just off, off air before we came in the studio. A very disappointing season. And. It, uh, part of me can't wait for the cricket to start soon and just get this thing over and done with. You know, I know they've got 12 games to go now. I mean, every, everyone's looking over their shoulders just ever so slightly now. You've got Ipswich, Bolton, Rotherham, mm. Reading. Reading have got a striker in Oliveira who can find the back of the net. It's also They're got so, Scarface. But yeah, exactly. Was, I was going to go for Zorro. But yeah, they, they, they've, um, they've suddenly worked out a way to, to stop conceding goals as well. Shocking that, isn't it? It's handy. It's handy, though. It's, it's yeah, but Rotherham haven't, Rotherham haven't won a game this calendar year. We Neither were, have Brighton, by the way. So, guarantee Brighton and Rotherham to win the week. The we we need went for a little phase of working out how to keep uh, you know clean sheets. Um, that seems to have gone out the window. It's, it's, a, it's been a very fragile defensive season. I, th- I find that quite frustrating. But the the amount of injuries is shocking. 
amount of injuries, but I mean, it, if we're talking defence, I mean, Sean Hutchinson's not playing anywhere near the level. I think he's playing with a knock. I generally believe they are nursing him through to the end of the season for an op that we're not being told about. Because sometimes he looks, you know, a bit like yourself. You get up, you've got aches and pains, and <laughs> you don't fancy it, you know. It's true, isn't it? <laughs> I'm only going by your bad back. Oh, yeah, I was your, your Jimmy Dack. Back's, back's, back's improved. Back's so improved, right, yeah. yeah so. It's an old cricket injury. He's actually <laughs> <laughs> to eat it. <laughs> yeah. If you know, you're right. I think Hutchinson's not playing 100, percent but then that begs the question: Why is Alex Pierce not coming in? I mean, he didn't yeah. start against Preston. Every time I've seen him, he's looked together to a level that um, Hutchinson doesn't this season. Um, you know, we've already spoken um, outside about Murray Wallace, and you know, the injured, injured now, um, but a makeshift uh, yeah. left side um, defender. So there's there's a, there's a kind of a sticky plaster feeling to the squad that. And I, you know, um, sounds a bit depressing when you say this. It's been, a, despite the, the FA Cup quarter final, I, I found it a very disappointing season. But would you say that if we get an FA Cup semi final against Palace? Well, I mean, the, the only, as I said on the, on the podcast, I mean, the only Millwall game, as I would define it, that I've been to all season has been the Everton game. So, um, yeah, I mean, if we get past Brighton and we get a, a, a semi final against Crystal Palace, that'll be a right royal laugh. <laughs> Should we take a pause? Yes. Let's do it. This is Love Sport Radio with Acton Mill, your number one Mill podcast. Leads three, West Bromwich Albion nil in the championship. Uh, let's look back at the uh, the midweek result, though. Mm. Uh, the Lions going down 2-1 uh, to Hull City at the KCOM Stadium. No more games in hand uh, for Millwall. No. Uh, losing Murray Wallace to injury as well. Yeah, I, I missed the last chunks. I managed to eventually, uh, via the Enigma code, cracked via Bletchley, managed to log on to um, iFollow in the end. And I actually saw a chunk of the first half, but not the um, critical opening goal. And I didn't see Murray Wallace's injury, but... Trying to stop the shot, I understand. I didn't, I didn't yeah. see it. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't pretty. The first half was bad. Millwall came back out second half, first fifteen minutes, and looked like they'd win the game. When we got the equaliser, I thought this is it. We looked more I like ourselves. On from there, yeah. But right. good, a good, a good goal by Hull. A fantastic goal. By um, Hull. That was a, a move down the right and a cross in, and he did he take I, it on the volley. Or was it? Was it? Yeah. A, from my footage, it sort of. You know, sometimes the footage ain't great on these streaming services. No, there's no replay on our follow. No, there's not. <laughs> so he sort of seems to take it on the R folly from just inside the D on the edge of the box. So, yeah. you know, if, if you score one of them, you know, you're probably not going to get many of them in the season. Not much you can do. But I, I thought we improved the second half. I thought we, we took the game to them and went close a couple of times, a couple of clearances off the line, I seem to remember. Um,. And, you know, we're unlucky. I, I just worry that we, we're getting a lot of um, unlucky losses. How many points do you reckon we need to be safe? Um, the, someone online suggested 43 would be enough. I was going to say 12, 46. So, what are we on now? We're on 30, 34. 34, so... You reckon 12 points? 12, 12 points would, would be uh, a good margin. 12 points of 12 games. I mean, okay, so there's... Who's, who's the whipping boys that we've got to beat? No. Yeah, we I, won't beat them. What? We won't beat Rotherham. The the the, th- the game that worries me is Bolton, because I reckon you know if this takeover cracks on, mm. it won't. What the takeover? <laughs> they won't. They, they inside old, 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 old no, inside no, 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 no. The reason it the reason it won't is every time they get taken over Bolton, they need another takeover to bail out the previous takeover. <laughs> it must be the most unsound bank manager that ever goes. I'm think I've won the lottery. I'm thinking about buying Bolton. I mean, the funny thing is, is obviously Eddie Davis, God rest his soul, gave him £187 million. And did then he, one he? day, well, that's that's the story of it. He gave him £187 million. And he turned around one day and goes, I think I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, I think I want my money back. You know, like, I, th- I think I'm kind of done giving you money. <laughs> and then they obviously emerged or submerge, if you like, into these um, into these catastrophic financial, uh, financial issues. Um I just reckon if this takeover goes through, they're going to be quite pumped. They've got a fair old margin to make up, though, Aaron. I mean, they're just looking at the table here. But still, they're going to be up for it. It doesn't matter about being Four up points. for it. When Mark Beavers is your top goal scorer, you've got problems. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I mean, from the Millwall point of view, I mean, it's, it's Reading and, and Rotherham that are... Ipswich are done. Ipswich are done. 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 I would agree with it. Anyone that we can go and nick in the summer from Ipswich who's any good? No. <laughs> Freddie Sears? He's just done his cruise ship. They've only won. Millwall like a cruise ship. They've won over. three times all season. Eight, eight scored months. nineteen goals. So they're not exactly um, over. Not exactly no, prolific. Not exactly prolific. Um, Actually, do you know who 
Bielkowski, the goalkeeper. Goalkeeper's better than ours. Bielkowski's a good keeper. How they kept him in the summer, you I know, don't uh, know. You know, I really like the AFC Wimbledon goalkeeper. If we're this team, we know oh, Mill Ramsdale. Is he on the loan one, from the, the one who's on loan from Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Aaron Ramsdale, yeah. he's a nutter. He's brilliant. Yeah, mm. so he's I'd like really to point good. this out to the Mill recruitment team. Get him. I don't want another <laughs> loan from Bolton. I want a loan from a Premier League side <laughs> what, next What season. you need is, with, with, with Ramsdale, the reason he actually went to, to Wimbledon is because um, the, the goalkeeping coach is actually like a full-on... <laughs> crap pot and in his in his interview like when he arrived at the club he, he turned around and they go oh what brought you to him he goes well i heard the uh the keeping coach was a lunatic so i thought yeah i'm well up for that let's do it and you see him you see him like they're see, just why screaming does he, at each other it's why funny. does why does he sound like he'd suit me a wall i'd, I'd quite <laughs> like to he, he's, I'd, he's I'd quite like to see him sort of denzel style save a penalty turn around to the crowd and go yeah <laughs> just get it just we haven't had a goalkeeper like that in a long time hey, i miss denzel um, Stack used to do that as well quite a lot. Yeah, I mean, 34 points, so a couple of wins, and we should be starting to look at safety decisively at Standardly, that point. Standardly, right, I think we'll beat... Uh, I don't know why, I just think we'll win tomorrow. I don't know why. I don't, it's a weird Millwall logic. So Morrison has said that, and he's, he said... Uh, we'll beat them the at Leeds. Then that'll be the most I, I, Millwall performance. I think we're going to beat Leeds at Leeds. It, they, they just have a thing with us, that they just have a mental capacity... That they self-implode around us like, badly against us, and there's no reason for them. I mean, we should go there and get beaten four nil, but or five or six, we, you know. But for some unknown reason, big teams seem to have this thing of, of not liking. Even when we go away, it's, it's a weird thing they drop to our level. <laughs> but, well, th- well, there is that, and also I think we we raise our game because it's the big occasion. I think you know the cliche of, of all of my Millwall life. We've always struggled against um, equivalent teams, teams we should beat. We've always struggled to 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 come to the to the to the to the, to the plate for those. Give us a lead, give us give us an Everton at home, and players play twice you know twice as well as they do normally. Play out of their skin, so. That's Millwall. Um, that's why we love it, isn't it? It's 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 the it's the kind of um, bipolar, schizophrenic, <laughs> schizophrenic nature that we, uh, we we know and love. So I mean, yeah, I, I think uh, I think Morrison, Steve Morrison, said that in an interview with News at Den that uh, be the most Millwall result of all to rise to the occasion tomorrow and get a result out of the Norwich game. I I, I think it's going to be a tough one personally. I didn't think they were much cop at Carrow Road. We went, didn't we? We conceded two. We conceded. Well, we conceded four times, and we but we, again when we got ourselves into a winning position and then let that go, and that's happened a, a few yeah. times, you know. And that's that's been our downfall. But on season. last season, we had one of those results at Leeds, and that spurred the run. Yeah. We got that side of the luck. Yeah. This side, we've got you know. Look at look at. You lose Savo on the last day of the transfer window, in theory, uh, for eight million quid or whatever they Bradshaw, gave us in the end, Bradshaw six million injured. or whatever. Bradshaw gets injured within sort of seven minutes of his debut. Yeah. Then you lose McLaughlin for a long period of time. Yeah. Meredith's been injured Elliot's for a long period of time. time. Williams was out, so we had Jeremy Carrican at eighty-four <laughs> running around the midfield. You know, mixing cement with his <laughs> hips that still just about move. Um, you know, and it. it and Thompson would have walked into the side then, but we couldn't call him no, back. Yeah, you know, it's just every single time the management side. Now I'm not trying to defend Neil. I do think Neil makes mistakes. I can't sit here and say I wasn't screaming for Ben Thompson to be on at half time last week. But look at Burnley. Burnley are us, right? They didn't sack Deitch when they got relegated. Even if we were to get relegated, you don't sack a manager that understands the club and's got a project going. You know, I, I generally think this is the worst season under Harris. And we're still I'll, not in the relegation zone. I just, for, for me personally, the way I look at it, don't get me wrong, by all means you want Millwall to stay up, but I really want them to stay up even more this season. Because League One this season is so difficult. Mm. It's such a tough league. You know, you look down the bottom, teams cut adrift, and, 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 and everyone sort of got their own little struggles. <clears throat> it's not an easy league. League One is always a tough league. I mean, I agree with this season, it's, it's a, extra tough, but it's always a tough place to find. I mean, we know League One well enough. <coughs> We've been there long enough, haven't we, in our, in our time? The Northern, the Northern um, Premier Division is it's like... No, you know, trips... Like, I remember going to places like Berry and... Why is it always um, Berry? Northampton, uh, Berry, Northampton... Northampton and... Yeah, Scumful... Rochdale. And these, these are tough... Tough Tuesday away nights. fixtures, <laughs> and they're tough empty Tuesday night fixtures when Rochdale you come to Millwall and you know you no get like a coach load of fans, so no one wants to go back to that. Um, and I, 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 I think the frustrating part for me for this season is that we we have to be quite 
where we are. I don't think we'd be tearing up many trees in the league. I don't think we're quite, you know, sometimes some of the decision making, um, you know, we've spoken about um, errors of selecting a decent, half decent striker in the January window was what it was. Um, we lack goals and, you know, we're kind of skidding along, hopefully, to, to survive to the end of the season. I, I, you know, we, we sit here and we talk about it every week and we go, you know what, if they can just survive to the end of the season and the Millwall recruitment team, and I'm using, you know, air quotes, recruitment team, you know, if they're prepared and they have like a, you know, if they know what they're doing, then yeah, brilliant, yeah, cool, next you know, season, it'll be great and they'll recruit well in the summer. I don't trust them to do it. You should, you should. This was the first year out of the what? You've been there four years, five years now. First year they've got it wrong. I, I think this is this, yeah. One, of, f- one out of five ain't bad. I'm telling you, they missed the trick on Lyle Taylor. Yeah, but they they missed a the trick on loads of players. They missed a the t- trick on Dak. They've come out and admitted they could have had Dak for seven hundred and fifty grand. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have they could have had, Adam. and they chose not to pay. They chose not to pay that. I mean, but, but that's that's you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. We've yeah. kept Marcus. You know, but recruitment's only ever as good as you know, as good as your last mistake in a sense. So at the moment, it's not been a great season. You know, the, the, the errors of the recruitment team are there for everyone I, to see week in, week out. I would be looking at Sheffield United and looking at, you know, the players that they've brought in, your transfer list, your freebies. But look at, but look at the resources. Pl- the, the res- hold on a minute, but there's a lot of players that, that they've brought in that are freebies, loans. They, they've really maxed out what they can use and they're getting results with it. True, but then you look at, you know, that's no guarantee. You, you ever look at Fulham. And I'll be totally honest, I didn't think they'd come back down. I thought the way they played their football when they got promoted, just because you play one season a certain style doesn't yeah. mean, you know, too much recruitment's a bad thing. But Harry, the difference between Fulham and every other club is Fulham have a complete and utter imbecile one in their transfers. No, there's a lot Look of at Dom behind you, look at Dom behind you. <laughs> but there's a lot They've of got a kid, yes. an American kid going, hey, Pop, can I have 10 million? But hey, there's Pop. clubs like that. I mean, let's have a, let's have a look at it, right? At what point... During anyone's sound, rational thinking down the road in East London, did they think Sammy and Asri would be a good signing? <laughs> right? There's always there's bad but, recruitment but, in every there's, single there's bad side. Recruitment, but d- this has been like really poor. At what, least with Millwall Ful- or, or, Mill- or Fulham. No, Millwall. Mill- 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 no, no, no. At least with Fulham, they, they had optimism at the start of the season. They thought, hey, oh, yeah, Shirley, we're going to finish mid-table, but. That's just like a sport rich kid playing with a toy that his dad's giving him, like, you know, hey, get out of my way. Do you know what I mean? The, the, yeah. You, you go to London, I'll stick in America, you you look after this. And the kid's messed up completely. They've learnt nothing from when they were last relegated. With Millwall, though, if you're on limited resources, you've got to ration them out properly. But you've got to ration them out with the, with the right people. You've got to go and find the right players. There's a player that Bristol City picked up from Oxford, Callum O'Dowder. Quality quality you can pick up those little bargains how much are you on a week I, I don't know but that's that's the problem I, I, I can't I, tell I, you that I'll, t- I'll tell you the reason that Gusted didn't come now it's going to be a percentage of wages that we weren't willing to pay or he doesn't want to play well, apparently football. that was the same as Matt Smith I was told yesterday by the QPR guys that Millwall didn't want to pay his wages that's it it's simple. Yeah, He's probably we're, we're always going to be financially limited. It's, 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 it's the reality of the place. I just think that even despite all of that, every, you know, I just think at times we have not marshaled out the resources we do have for the best, um, the, the fine, the, Look, the finesse. Let's be, let's be totally honest. As Berylson, I know he pumps a lot of money into the mm. club to just keep us afloat, yeah. right? But surely there's got to be a day when you turn around and go, I've had enough of this. Uh, I'm, I'm not yeah. saying that I'm you've just find you've earned six million quid that you've got out of the transfer yeah. and you've not reinvested it and it's the first time that we probably should have backed a manager to invest it I mean we gave all the way eight million quid I mean come on I think John Berylson, uh, you know, is, is an intriguing figure in his own right for many many reasons, and his finance certainly keeps our club afloat. And for that, I'm eternally grateful because you've only got to look down SE Seven and see the the potentials that other other clubs have to work with, and Oyston up in in Blackburn and Do Chatelet, where his name is, at Charlton. Roman Do Um Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm just grateful that John Berylson exists. Do you know what I say? Keep buying them bubbleheads, kids. Keep buying <laughs> them Club shop later. bubbles. Club shop update is later on. I'm really, really <laughs> looking forward to it. It's going to be an absolute cracker this week. 9.25, though, we'll go to the lines next. As always, the chat in the breaks is just is lethal. Anyway, this is Love Sport Radio <laughs> uh, with your Millwall fan show. Matt has called up. All right, Matt? Hello, boys. How you doing? Good evening, Matt. Right, how you doing, mate? Right? You're right. Well, I'd love to show your enthusiasm, for starters. Uh, <laughs> but I've never... I, I don't know how to say it, but I think we are bang in trouble. And 
reason being is we have got to play five out of the top six teams in that league. And yes, we do up our game, but I just can't see it. And there's a few things that just got to me a little bit. And and like it's, it's funny, Nick, because you put this out on, 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 your, on your Twitter page. Like, well, who do you reckon is to blame? Mm. I think there's too many people to blame for this. We think about the recruitment. How about the scouting network? Now, the reason being is, let's go back to the Rotherham game yeah. at home, yep. where we couldn't break them down. Neil's, Neil's answer was, they were too big for us. Mm. Now, surely your scouting team would have said to Neil, they got big lumps at the back, let's play it on the floor, and let's have speed against them. Because they were rubbish. Let's, let's be honest, they were absolutely hopeless. But we, we still played our tactics. And I just think, when we play... Um, Derby, yeah. and we went one up with Jed behind. Now, believe me, I think that is the best place for Jed Wallace to play. He's creative, he's dangerous. Central attacking midfielder is the best position for him because you just don't know what he's going to do. Mm. And the proof was in the pudding against um, both Derby and Middlesbrough, respectively. Stick him on the right wing, in my opinion, it is a waste. I, I honestly do think it's a waste of a talent out there on the wing. He needs to be in more middle. But we... <laughs> It, it wound me up so much on Tuesday night, or Wednesday night, I think, or was it Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday. Night, yeah. We went one nil down, and yes, Wallace got injured, and, and it did look like a nasty injury, and hopefully it will get better soon. Mm. But as soon as that happened, he reverted back to 4-4-2, we're chasing the game. And for me, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm no football expert, and trust me, championship manager, I was hopeless at as well. Uh, <laughs> Four four two for me is is a dying age of a tactic. I mean, the only person I know that done it successfully was well, I was going to say Mike Bassett, but even he didn't do it that well. But it's I, I just think why why ch- sudden sort of spur at the moment? Oh, we need to go four four two. We need what, to get what, Morrison. Up. Yeah, my question to that would be: What did you want him to do? I, I, I agree with you that we we decided to make this change. He'd done it away at Ipswich. Mm. He'd done it away at Middlesbrough. He'd done it away against Derby, and it worked in those three games. You know, we picked up points, we didn't get beat. But the problem we've got now is Ferguson is your only left-back at the the club at the moment because Meredith's injured. You know, um, Mm -hmm. on the right-hand side, you've got no Romeo, no McLaughlin, and we are very, very susceptible to pace. Now, I I agree. The only other thing he could have done maybe is moved Marshall to right-back and brought Aidan O'Brien on, but for me, Aidan O'Brien's a waste of space and time, so I, I don't really mm-hmm. need him. Fred's no better, and I don't understand why people are calling for Fred. They're only, we, we seem to be treating Fred, and I, I did it last season, well, last season, I was saying that I'd like to see him come back and have a I'm done with him. Mm. I, I'm physically, I don't need, I, I'm happy to go down. Oh, well, I'm not happy to go down, but I'd rather go down with players that seem to care than players who seem to... You know, Neil Harris isn't going to put out that he's being petulant if he's not being petulant. I know he didn't name Fred, mm. but he's very... Got, Harris doesn't throw players under the bus that often, and when he does, it's probably with great reason. The, the mm. fact of the matter is, there is something gone on this season that we may never know about until we have another player write a book. We're not, we're not going to... Perhaps Arsenal came in for Fred and, you know, Neil Harris thwarted his dreams and... Did they? Arsenal what? <laughs> Arsenal what? Like, you know, a sort of spin-off team in Nigeria no, no, that's or something. Really that's Arsenal, Sunday afternoon, Arsenal de Sarandi in Montevideo. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, when you do Championship Manager and find there's more than one team called Arsenal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't... Go on, Matt. Sorry. Okay, go on. I was going to say, I know he's, but surely... When Neil took over, he we, have we you telling me we've got nothing exciting in the twenty threes that could come in. Now there was a good thing on on Twitter. Like I say, I'm a good, big fan of Twitter. I like the odd every stat. Mm. It was a, they had a, a table of teams that had uh, the number of minutes an under twenty three player has played this season, and we were fifth bottom. The teams at the top were your Bristol Cities, you know, who and I think who's it, uh, Derby were up there as well. And you just think, well, they surely they have. Do they have a worse youth or better youth network than we do? I, we were renowned to have a fantastic youth setup. Now, I'm not saying throw all the under twenty threes in because that would just be crazy. Because, but we have got some exciting young ones coming through, and one of them in particular for me is Harry Donovan. One hundred percent, he's a very, very good player. But we've also got the likes of, to be fair, I'd have Mason Sullivan Henry in front of Tom Elliott. 
without a shadow of a doubt because I, I, I don't know if you've seen any of the 23s but they excite me Lewis White excites me a lot and I'm, I'm, is he still out on loan at all do we know uh, I think all of them got sent back from their loans including Donovan Dagnum sent him back they weren't they happy are, with him they are. Then, then there's a cry for Lewis White in my opinion mm-hmm. without a shadow of a doubt he's been around the first team uh, the, like the squad maybe it's a chance for him to say right express yourself if he hasn't got that faith in Fred because I mean I'm, I'm actually really going to go against what you said I, I have got a little I'm not a big like hey it's Fred it's Fred it's Fred cheery like let's have a masquerade ball about him but there is still something about him that really, I feel, can we can get the best out of him. And he's he's still only what twenty, twenty one. So it's, it's is he twenty three? He's older than you My think. <clears throat> he's getting he's getting on now. He's mm. getting on now. He's uh, a modern day Cherno Samba. Very quickly, pal. Very quickly, pal. Um, it, you know, one word. What's, what's If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So what's the score going to be tomorrow, pal? Because you've got to go for a break. This is Love Sport. Let's, oh, it's 4-0 to Leeds, is it? 4-0. 4-0, 4-0 to Leeds, Leeds United. Can uh, they fall apart again? <laughs> I don't think they're going to. I'm not sure, mate. I'm not gonna. sure. Let's go to Adrian Forbes. He's going to give us an opposition view. Now, how are you, Adrian? I'm not too bad yourself. Yeah, all good, all good. Good to have you with us. Um, thank you for uh, for joining us this Friday night. Um, Norwich City, I've been fortunate enough to be down at Cow Road a few times this season. Wow, 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 wow. Um, Buendia, Steeperman, uh, Timu Puki, Tribals come through. They look like a proper unit. There they are, and I think it's a season so far where... I mean, let me go backwards a bit. I think if we look a year or so ago, we've had Norwich City going to play. What, what are Norwich City all about? And to be honest with you, probably a few fans calling for Daniel Farker's head. But now you look at the turnaround and, you know, you've mentioned a couple of players there that are performing to a really, really high standard at the moment. But you've got to add some of the younger players to that. Max Aaron's down the right-hand side. Jamal Lewis down the left. Uh, ben Godfrey, who's playing centre-back, albeit he's, you know, predominantly a midfielder. The, the whole squad at the moment are performing to a really, really high standard. And, you know, despite Leeds winning at the moment, they probably deserve on the league, Norwich, I would say. I'd agree with that, Adrian. I'm just, just looking at the table as the football's playing out. I mean, Leeds currently top by one point, but Norwich will really fancy their chances, I'd imagine, tomorrow coming to the den, especially with our form at the moment. Yeah, yeah and I think, you know, the, the thing is with the, with the championship, you look at Millwall in recent weeks, you know, you, uh, you play against Derby, real positive result. You've then got Preston at home and you're thinking, OK, can we build on that? And then, you know, you get a 3-1 loss. But mm. 
Also, that same Preston team beat Norwich um, a week or so ago um, quite comfortably. And then Norwich go and beat Bolton their way three days later. So the championship is it's a random, random league, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, you'd look at tomorrow and you think Norwich should be you know, quite positive going into the game. Something I'm curious about, just on a, you're an ex-professional yourself, Adrian. I mean, we've got this cup run going on at the moment. Um, how much of a distraction do you think that is for a team that's, that's um, you know, we, we're not quite looking over our shoulder, but there's there's a kind of an itch behind us. We're four points clear, but it's not that much of a, of a margin. Do you think the cup is a, a distraction, or can you really separate yourself from, you know, the, the, the potential of a semi-final appearance and, and kind of refocus on, on the bread and butter of the league? Is, that, is How do players find those situations? I think it is a distraction without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. And I think you can look at the, the, the cup performances at this present time and not matching the league performances or, or vice versa. And I think it's a case of can the, can the team and can Neil get the, the squad to almost you know get the same performances they're putting in in the cup, which has gotten such an amazing run into the league performances, certainly in the business end, back end of the season. I think you know players will be looking at that and want to be part of that cup game. And you yeah. know, you'll be looking at it and going, everyone want to stay fit for that game. And it, it, it's a welcome distraction because it brings, you know, the, the plaudits to the manager and the players that they ultimately do deserve. But, you know, you don't want to get to the end of the season and go, oh, it was a great run in the Cup, but unfortunately been relegated to, to League One. That's definitely not what the club... That's a very Millwall moment, if that happens. <laughs> Couldn't be any more Millwall if we tried. The, the only thing with Norwich is you do leak goals. I don't, I don't understand why, but you seem to... I mean, when we went to Carrow Road earlier in the mm. season, I mean, it was the most... I mean, it was a... I, I still think it's offside, by the way. I'm, I'm not convinced. <laughs> I, I mean, I, and I'd even be neutral and go, it, weren't, it, weren't, it, was, it was way offside. But <laughs> anyway. We, anyway, moving on from that slight point <laughs> that what we really, really need. Um, I think you're a good side. I mean, I watched you absolutely dismantle Ipswich, which tend to be your uh, bogey side, really, when you play them. There seems to either one of you win or the other one gets destroyed and, and that's the end of sort of the football conversation in East Anglia for a year um, <laughs> True. but you seem to hit teams on the break in a kind of Klopp-esque style of Liverpool early doors of Gegenpress. yeah just sit there and I don't know it was almost at Carrow Road you were almost confused by the fact that you had all this time on the ball Millwall, Millwall wouldn't let you gurgle press us you, said, you can have it we're quite happy you've got to come and break us down and it, I just think sometimes that's where Norwich maybe might get found out in the championship against the lesser sides because of because of the style of football they play kind of thing I think we, we had a similar sort of situation last week against Bristol City where they did they did sit back, uh, in my opinion, back quite deep and, you know, we're almost waiting to say, well, come on in Norwich, can, can you break us down? And ultimately it led to Bristol City taking the lead and then, you know, slowly Norwich got back into it and then, you know, second half, the game became a little bit more expansive and we were able to pick the gaps and the right players getting in between the lines of the defence and the field, etc. And then we did pick them off with that counter-attacking style of play and the speed of play that, that Norwich City team do, do possess. So, you know, if you look back to that Millwall game, Norwich had to be really, really patient before they could get the opportunity to score the goals. But one thing you can say for this Norwich team is within that patient style of play, when they do break teams down with someone like Timu Puti in front of the goal, you know, nine times out of ten, the, club, the team has been ruthless with the goals they have scored. Yeah, I mean, I suppose a neutral watching that game would have said it was a wonderful game of football as a, as a Millwall fan. Yeah. Obviously, it was heartbreaking or late, late <laughs> loss, but there we are. Um, I, 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 it's been an interesting game tomorrow because I think we, you know, we, we've obviously not been. Norwich are relatively speaking a, a big club in in the in the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's quite a tight three way race actually for the for the top two. Just looking at the table, Sheffield United just tucked in behind Leeds and, and Norwich. So. Um, you know, I, I believe I read somewhere Asian 3,000 Norwich fans coming down. It's going to make for a great, great atmosphere on the day. I think it could be a touch more, to be honest with you, really? from, what, from what I've heard up here. And I think, you know, the, the Norwich support is, is superb. I think, it, you know, the last couple of games we've been just short of the capacity, 27,000, you know. So, you know, the, the fans are, are brilliant and they will back this team 100%. And throughout the years, even going back to when I played for the club, the away support has always been exceptional. And they will be in very, very good voice tomorrow. But I think we've also got to be mindful of the den when that place is rocking. 
they'll be behind the team tomorrow and looking to look at Norwich as a bit of a scalp and almost a confidence builder mm. in that if they can if they can get a positive result against a team that are right up on the top of the table, that could potentially be the catalyst to, you know, kick start their lead form. So Norwich are gonna to have to be mindful of that and wary of it. But I also do worry or wonder that, you know, if Norwich can get a couple of early goals, how will Millwall deal with that? How will the Millwall fans turn on that? And that could again make, you know, an interesting game like it was at Carroll Road earlier on in the season. Adrian, I, I spoke to Daniel Farker, the Norwich manager, last week, and, and you know, just at the end of his interview off, off mic, he, we were talking about Millwall and then, and um, I said, you know, have you, have you been before? He said, yeah, don't remind me, don't remind me. <laughs> uh, what words of advice do you have for your gaffer? Be thick-skinned. You've got to be thick-skinned. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It is. And I, even going back to when I played one of my first games, I can't necessarily remember who it was against, but... I remember a goal going in. I think it might have been Gary Alexander that got the goal. But the noise, the crescendo of noise that lifted that place when that goal went in, I was like, you know, wow. And I was fortunate enough that I'd played in some big games, you know, prior to, to coming to the den. But, you know, that the, those normal fans are going to need to be counted tomorrow. You see the old cliche of the, the 12th man, etc., etc. But they're going to need it to get behind the team. And you've got to look at it. If the manager of Norwich is thinking that, you know, the players are going to be there. Yeah. But the manager of Norwich, Daniel, will be getting his players in a performance that will silence that, that den crowd. Uh, you know, I think it's got the makings of being a really, really interesting game for both sets uh, of fans and both sets of players. And two teams that need to win the games um, for, for vital reasons, to be honest with you. One to stave off that threat of relegation and one to continue to cement the, the opportunity for possible promotion. You down tomorrow, Adrian? I'm not, unfortunately, going tomorrow, no. I'm no. Not. I'm, I will be watching my 18-year-old playing, but I don't think I'll be welcome back at the den anyway now as a, as a, tomorrow as a, Norwich, as a Norwich employee. You'd be welcome after five o'clock if we win. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Adrian, you're a gentleman, mate. Thank you very Thanks, much for Cheers, joining mate. us once again. Absolutely. Top stuff once again. Adrian Forbes there. Uh, he's, uh, he's a coach, former Millwall man, is, and yeah. uh, a coach and uh, stadium announcer now. He played back in the league one day, or Gary Alexander, you mentioned there, so you're going back to 2008, 2009-ish, I suppose. I'll tell you what. We spoke to him before the Norwich Awakening. We did, we, we did. Yeah, Sp- speaking yeah. to um, Farker, you know, a couple of weeks mm. ago. 4-0, uh, it was. No, no, when, 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 when they played Ipswich, I asked him how he described the atmosphere. He yeah, this is very spicy, yeah? I'll tell you something, mate. You're going to have a vindaloo on your hands tomorrow, bro. <laughs> Bombay doors, mate. Bombay doors. At 9.45, we're back with your club shop update. Hey, Oliver. In this life, one thing counts in the bank. Large amounts. I'm afraid these don't grow on trees. You've got to pick a pocket or two. You've got to pick a pocket or two, boys. You've got to pick a pocket or two. Oh, what a good theme tune that is for the club shop update. It's perfect, I told you. <laughs> Haven't we got enough FA inquiries going on over that, that stereotyped <laughs> Jewish portrayal of Ron Moody there? <laughs> no. Anyway. Uh, moving Harry, moving on, my precious. Let's, let's, have a, let's have a nice little bed behind it, Harry. Um, it's a club what, shop what, what do you want to start off with, yeah. the old club shop update? Uh, young Mickey Avery's not in the building. I heard he's doing, it. He's doing an audit for him tonight. <laughs> he's gone there with Brandon Pragnall's Pringles and Lucas Bull's Ball yeah. to find out where the bargains are. Exactly. He's gone bargain hunting. He is the David Dickinson David of Dickens. South Bermondsey. <laughs> but it's a different type of hammer used to get bargains in Bermondsey. <laughs> exactly. What you want is here, you want that nice good one from Claw ben. Hammer. Claw Hammer. <laughs> Bolster. I'll, I'll spend my about the in being What you want is a bolster, mate. Anyway, Harry, start us off. Right, so we've got the Mill Large Crest staff. <laughs> Don't want one of the good ones that has fell outside the grand cells with the dodgy twer- trolley wheel. <laughs> Is he, is he the one who tucks in the corner? Yeah, you know the oh, one. Yeah, yeah. At scarves or badges. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Yeah. Oh, Do you yeah. want to have the same facial expression as Ben Thompson, who is evidently delighted at the fact he had, wore, had to wore a model a warm scarf when the photo was taken in pre-season heat? 
well, no, look no further than the Millwall Club shop at a price of £15. No, no summer reduction in the warmest February since records began. You can feel warm and snug even when we get relegated to League One at the end of the championship season. It's actually season. quite a good idea for a scarf because it joins together and creates like the logo, which is I think, I think bloody ugly. <laughs> Nick, oh, anyway, Nick, uh, we got for us this week. Ah, oh, what we got here, listeners. We've got a Millwall 2018-19 junior players raincoat. Spring is here, and along with the raindrops that are falling, so are the prices. Wait, wait. But never fear. So are Millwall down the table. <laughs> <laughs> never fear, as your little one can stay nice and dry under the dripping roof of the Docker stand, with a massive 35.71 percent reduction. How much? 35.71. That might not be accurate. Price reduction and a price decrease of 45 pounds down from 70 where else would you rather be but the mill club shop notes item not currently in stock by the time it is your child would have grown out of it fair play fair play uh do you know what i fancy though is a Millwall black camo flag hoodie and i'm camo thinking flake. camo, camo flag is that is that, uh, is that is that patent pending it's, it's like wood chip <laughs> Cam- <laughs> camouflage but better yeah exactly <laughs> i'm thinking of picking one up tomorrow black. uh but if you need something to go paintball in if you need an item that will blend in nicely with the camouflage cup you recently purchased and do you not care that they let a four-year-old to do the spell check on the they've posted this on the website if the answers to any of these are yes then look no further than the mill with black camouflage hoodie yes listeners those red lines on microsoft word aren't misleading oh, you dear. this is spelt wrong in the club shop but with 33.33 percent off and guess how much Nick? guess how much well for camouflage oh it's got to be at least 50 quid 30 quid how much, <laughs> how much? That much? How much? <laughs> what more can you want? With the only size in stock at 3XL and all other sizes with a seven-day lead time, maybe this could be a present for the darts-playing woman in your life. <laughs> An oversized shirt was available at an earlier club shop update. But funny enough, you should mention that. Funny enough, you should mention it. When we've discussed the Pick a Pocket or two intro to club shop update, they meant the Macron sticker you have to pick the macron off or leave oh. it all on because it comes off of the camouflage hoodie does it fair play fair play we got anything else no, no nothing else to add in the club oh, nothing no, nothing else i heard there was a t-shirt lying around but i'm i'm not sure if uh, if that's available anymore no what happened was was that the Bellinia teddy and the uh zampa teddy the 10 inch zampas yeah and the 10 inch Bellinas, have uh, all disappeared Oh right! Well, I can't really. We've got a few. Um, they did see a uh, free will robber reliant van leaving <laughs> right. the area. Exactly. There's a story that Morrison's being bombarded with Norwich City texts. Millwall's <laughs> 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 Moro. I'm talking about. Right, okay, he's, he's getting yeah. bombarded with um, um, hate texts from Norwich fans. And we've got a few here. Do you want to hear? Yeah, go on. Um, apparently, I mean, I've, I've been in touch with Steve, and he's, he's passed these on. He's very upset by some of it. Uh, there's one here from uh, someone called Delia, um, and she says, "Steve Morrison, <laughs> Steve Morrison is beautiful. He can bake his French loaf in my oven any day." <laughs> this is the weirdest, the weirdest hour of radio. <laughs> Do you know what Delia Smith once invented a kebab? Anyway, carry on. There's another is one. Invented a kebab. There's another one. This one, this one's even worse. In a can. It's. Is that like the chicken in the can? No, no, no. You actually you use the can as a mould and you cook it in the oven and then she had like a little blowtorch and she's cooking the outside of it. Seriously, it's on Dom, YouTube. Dom, is he winding me up? <laughs> Daily is Donna in a can. Anyway, carry on. Steve, Steve, Steve Theatrical says, um, Dear boy, what a handsome young man Morrison really is. He can play in my Hamlets. Play with my Hamlets any day. Oh. <laughs> play with my Hamlets. I hope he's talking about cigars. <laughs> Phrygian slip. And then finally, uh, Bernard Matthews, turkey clucker. <laughs> says, Steve Morrison can spit roast my turkey any time he likes. Oh, lovely, lovely. Why did we go Ian Holloway by the end oh, of that? I don't know. Oh, I've only got a range of accents. Um, I've exhausted them all. Very quickly, on, on, so, on some nicer news. Mm. On some nicer news. We, yes. we had some really positive news today, pal. Yeah, we did. Um... Those who follow um, the club and the Twitter and all the rest of it will have seen this, this um, story that's been going on for a year, year and a half, I think, now. I yeah, mean, about that. Um, Isla Caton, the little girl from um, well-known West Ham family, 
Um, and the poor little thing's been suffering with a condition called neuroblastoma, which is a kind of um, a, a rare form of a, I believe it's like a blood cancer or something of that kind. Um, and she's been in treatment, been a lot of fundraising going on. We, we did, um, um, w- I was involved in a walk from uh, the West Ham training ground to the London Stadium last year. A number of Millwall fans done huge amounts. Tony Monday, friend of mine now, has, did a, a, a marathon, half marathon in Brentwood. Yeah. Um, race huge, race, race huge yeah, huge sums. I think Jamie Pryor, if memory serves, he did a, and I know Michael did did something as well, um, r- running a marathons and whatnot. Um, but no, great news. I mean, it's, it was a really nice message when you log on in the morning and you see something just good news. You don't get much good news in this this life. It's nice anymore. to wake up to this morning. Yeah. Um, so the, the news being that Ida Caton, little girl, free of cancer. She's she's been in treatment in Barcelona, a clinic in Spain, um, and she's been um, diagnosed diagnosed free of cancer and that's that's probably the best news i think that we can all um you know have, have wished for and um i just want to say well done to isla because it's it's no easy uh, treatment and she's been through the mill the poor little thing and her family would have been through it too so that's fantastic news it's it's, it's been primarily a west ham story but Mill have certainly made a, a major contribution to to the money that's got to this stage yeah true we also can mention that uh the wonderwall cup is happening again and the tickets went on sale today yeah, the Wonderwall Cup um, is, is uh, Mickey's, um, Mickey Simpson, it's, it's one of his um, initiatives, and it's a great um, initiative, it's, it's a charity, I think last year's one was in, in, in aid of um, victims of the Manchester attacks. Yeah, Manchester and the London Bridge And the London attack. Bridge attacks, and um, this year's also got another uh, a charity um, uh, match at the den at the end of the season, there's a, there's a poster um, on Zampa Road with um, the, the Cherno Sambas playing the uh, star of championship manager of, of years gone by the F2 boys who are on Soccer AM I every haven't morning. heard of the F2 they, boys they done a brilliant video with Tim Kale last season recreating his goal not realising he was right footed so they actually <laughs> <laughs> understood that the left foot volley in the World Cup was actually a better goal than what they thought. Um, so no one man, man like has, has is it? What's, what's, what's uh, Steve O'Dea, Madman's back again. Mark Bertram, former Millwall player. Mark Bertram, I remember it. At least Alex I do, Ray. Yeah. I think you should get a call up, Nick. Nick. <laughs> Nick's bad back. I think you should go in goal. The amount of times that we've slagged off Jordan Archer, we, one of us should end up in nets. Either that or you should be the physio. <laughs> oh, we had a physio once under Lomas who was so big they had to buy extra trousers for him because he was massive. They really? called him the, uh, the fitness coach. They called him the fatness coach. <laughs> so simple. but so. Well, Pressman well. took him after him. No, no, no. He made Kevin Pressman look like he'd been on Slimfast. Fair play. So there's a, a social influencer, Bradley Simmons. I'm hoping some of these names mean something to listeners. Um, Love Island 2018 contestant Jack Fowler and comedian Man Like Hacks and, and various Millwall person including Alex Ray um, and it's a good it's a great chance. Gary Alexander Gary Alexander do you know what we should do for one of these games we should offer to do like a proper acting Millwall commentary we could do that we, we should. could do that it'd be quite fun wouldn't it we should. it's three quid a ticket and it deserves support and it's a great call so uh, Wonderwall Cup coming at the end of the season uh, we are off ski for another week thank you very much for, uh, for for having us once again it's the London Football Fan Shows on Love Sport Radio oh tomorrow what do you reckon uh, Ooh, two I'll two. take one one. Three two mil one game. Oh, I'd like your optimism. Like, Three like two it. mil, and we're having our sort of Acton Millwall Christmas deal, aren't we tomorrow? Yeah, a bit late. Pie, pie mash in Greenwich. Pie mash in Greenwich, and, and then, then se- well, I was going to say it's a secret location for drinks. Well, <laughs> no, we can move on from that to the secret location. Oh, we have to go. Bar. We have to go amongst the people. Yeah, in co- my bar. Yeah, co- come up to Harry's bar. Harry's bar. Harry's bar. Say hello to us. Come with Nick will be swim. the one with Egg Danisher. Have a good <laughs> one. This is Love Sport. Love Sport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.